Who do you envy in the adventure world? While I was writing this chapter, someone asked me which characteristic of admiration, envy, or resentment might my younger self apply to my current self. I think it would be a mixture of all three: admiration that I've managed some feats that the younger me was ambitious to do, envy that I receive sponsored bikes and outdoor gear. And resentment that I get them, despite doing far less actual adventuring than I did twenty years ago. I'm not the only working adventurer out there. If you rummage online, you'll find plenty of us. We don't work together or have a union that represents us, but many of my good friends are adventurers. Some of my favourite evenings are when adventurers gather in a pub after an event. Away from our public faces and anecdotes, we relax, laugh a lot, talk nonsense. And share the unspoken realities of our lives. I don't consider the world of adventure to be a zero-sum world where if I win, you must lose. So I don't feel in competition with other working adventurers. This is perhaps easier for me than others because I'm not in the business of first, fastest, or furthest. Locked away in my shed, I'm generally free from the politics, hierarchy, and gossip that can generate resentment in working life. I confess I've not been immune to it in the past, though I'm mellower and less competitive these days. I'm also well aware that I hold more than my fair share of privileged life cards. There's an important distinction between the people I admire and those I envy. I love hearing about journeys that clearly come from the heart, where the person doing it would be fully engrossed in the challenge, even if nobody else heard about it. For that reason, I'm turned off by trips that seem to be primarily about bagging a world record. Doing something you've never done to the best of your ability is what matters to me. If that leads to a world record, then congratulations. But picking an adventure just so that it can become something to show off about leaves me cold. I look up to those who are better than me at what they do and feel only positive towards them. They provide me with joy, insight, and ideas. They light the way for me to follow meekly but contentedly behind, motivating me to aspire and improve. I work hard to reach their levels. I don't resent them. Instead, I learn from them. If someone tackles an epic journey, writes a fabulous book, or creates a glorious film, I hold my hands up and applaud. I admire anyone who strives for absolute excellence in one tiny niche of adventure. I've never had the drive or sticking power to chase those marginal gains, so I respect seeing accomplishments that are far beyond my mental resolve or my physical capabilities. Specific to my role as a working adventurer, here are a few folk who are exceptionally good at the things that I do. Alex Honnold's simple, focused, undistracted lifestyle. I like climbing, therefore I will do it a lot and do it well. Ranald Fiennes and Berger Auslands' expedition pedigree, Kate Harris and Robert McFarlane's writing, Temujin Duran and Renan Ozturk's filmmaking. Watch the film Mountain for a gorgeous partnering of Ozturk and McFarlane's skills. Ben Saunders's success in the public speaking world, Sarah Uten's commitment to doing one thing well, one whopping expedition, then a labour of love to get the film of the trip just the way she wanted it. Jimmy Chin, Chris Burkhard, and Martin Hartley's photography, Tim Ferriss's success at earning a living from doing what he enjoys and hanging out with interesting podcast guests, 
Maria Popova's substantial, brilliantly networked, thoughtful website, Seth Godin's persistent creation of helpful, positive content, Paul Jarvis's company of one ethos. We live in an era where social media magnifies and festers envy in all directions. Chasing social media likes is to build a fool's castle on foundations of sand. But at the same time, growing a decent-sized social media audience was vital to me becoming a viable working adventurer. Therefore, I have at times envied people with large online reaches. There are several reasons why someone might have a bigger audience than me. Bigger biceps or boobs annoys me, but bigger adventures or better stories inspire me. I have often felt envious of adventurers who have won travel writing awards, won the BAM Film Festival, or had a film shown at the Kendall Mountain Film Festival. I have never managed any of these. The sensible response to my annual disappointments should be to work harder and improve. Don't allow a judging panel's opinion to be my measure of self-worth. But my envious side can sometimes stamp its feet and shout that it's not fair. They've got better marketing teams. They've got ghostwriters or camera crews. The judges don't like me. Saying this makes me feel like a shriveled, shrewish, sourpuss. So I paused for a few minutes to counterpoint it by considering all that I do have and am grateful for. That was a much more fruitful exercise. Such reminders are why I love the Dollar Street website, by the way, and I have cheered up again now. Another aspect of the question of envy relates to lifestyles in general, away from the world of working adventurers. I envy those who are not restless and feel content, regardless of their walk of life. I envy those who are fulfilling their potential, are happy doing so, and are making the world a better place. I'm also envy if you live in the mountains, by the sea, in a village with a great cafe, in a van, in California, the Pyrenees, Reykjavik, and on and on and on. Quick question. Do you ever do friendly challenges with other adventurers? No, because I'm better than them all at everything, and I'm not competitive at all.